This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. This is the one and only place where we bring, where we bring you the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. We have a very exciting show for all of you, and I hope you're all as excited as I am to talk a little bit about UAE's Ittisalat, because if you've had enough with having physical keys, having your keychain filled with your car keys, your house keys, office keys, you name it, now you're going to have one less key because UAE's Ittisalat has partnered with Yale to basically plan a smart door locking solution. How is that going to look like and will it come in handy on our day-to-day activities? you got to stay tuned to find out more about it. Coming up in the world of transportation, we're going to be talking about the UAE exploring a new high-speed ropeway transport system that will be connecting all the Emirates with each other. In the world of gadgets, lots is happening as well as we discuss LG's true wireless earbuds. They have a privacy conscious option that I'm honestly quite worried about. It's the whispering mode. Is this going to be spying on us even when we don't want it to? Well, we got to stay tuned to find out about it as well. And if you've got 3 million dirhams to spare, I have uh, a good venture for you to spend it on because your future flying car, we all want one, we all dream of one. You may just have to start saving up for it from now because parking that car will cost you a lot of money. Also, in the world of innovation and apps, a young teenager has actually been making headlines because he has created a new platform that has been sharing knowledge through book recycling right here in the UAE. A lot of the times we buy books, we put them on a shelf, uh, maybe read them once or twice, and then there they are, never opened again. But now we can go ahead and recycle that knowledge through one application that I'm going to be telling you about it in just a few moments. Lots and Lots is in store right here on the show, so keep Pulse 95 locked, and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ittisalat has been making headlines recently as we discuss options apart from having doors that are locked by keys because Ittisalat has partnered with Yale to study a smart door locking solution. Now, this is going to be a very, very convenient option for all those who tend to be very forgetful. You are looking for your keys, you find your car keys, but then where is the house key? Where is the office key? You're going to be able to rest your mind now as Ittisalat starts to launch these smart locks. They're going to be an exclusive bundle that will be giving a lot of customers basically a keyless solution to the main door of their homes. Now, this is also going to be very wallet friendly because it's going to have an easy payment plan. They're going to be offering free installation after sales support and a one year warranty from Yale. It does a lot will basically be managing all of the customer's experience. They'll try and find what matches you quite well based on your door, based on your needs. If you need, let's say, accessories with the lock, let's say a security system or a security camera, that will also be offered easily, but you'll be getting an extra charge. Yet, if you're an Ittisalat customer, let's say you have an eLife plan, you might get a good discount on that smart lock. Now, a lot of people have been wondering, you know, how safe is it to have a smart lock? What if a hacker hacks into my home and then bam, 
I don't even have privacy at my own house. Well, you have to rest assured that with smart locks comes a lot of blockchain technology, which will keep those hackers at bay. Specialists at Tisalat have been saying that they're definitely committed to create a full ecosystem of smart living. Increasingly, we've been seeing Internet of Things make an appearance in our own homes, whether it was with the fridge, whether it was with a coffee machine, you wake up, the coffee's already being made because you've pre-planned it on an application on your phone. You've seen, We've seen lights turned on and off very easily by using different applications, and this will be no different. Your door will be unlocked and locked with your phone. No need for any physical keys. Now, the specific form of smart lock that I'm going to be talking about is called the Linus Smart Lock. And it's going to be coming in a bundle. You can choose to pay in installments or even uh, pay it all at once. Now, the options will have 12 months, 18 months, 24 months. And the price would be around 500 dirhams per let's say 12 months and you can pay it in installments other uae customers that don't have an Etisalat plan that the price would be a bit different because then you are going to become a new customer for Etisalat. now a lot of specialists have been saying that this is best used for rented apartments where you are not going to be living in the house long term you just want something that will give you that peace of mind if you have if you've bought a house if you've purchased a house then they can offer you a different form of smart lock that would be a lot more long lasting so as a customer you can start purchasing let's say a lock for a rented apartment starting from a price point of 60 dirhams and you'll even have a 24-month installment plan, so you'll just pay 60 dirhams per month. Or if you are living in a home that you've bought yourself, then you can maybe invest in a little bit of a higher-end smart lock. They have different options, different things that would suit everyone. But I do personally find that smart locks will be the future of locking homes, locking cars. Increasingly, we've been seeing different car manufacturers create cars that are completely keyless, where you can open your car and lock it using your phone. And this will be in the future what every car manufacturer will do. So might as well hop onto that bandwagon. Let me know what you think of this new keyless door and would you feel safe enough investing and having one to your own home. Coming up on the show, right here in the UAE, we're looking at a high-speed ropeway transport system that will be connecting every emirate with one another. Keep all 95 locked to find out more about it. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Taxis right here in the UAE may soon be out of fashion. And if you're wondering why, well, that's because transport systems in the UAE will be transformed very, very soon. A few months ago, we were talking about having Skypods. And this is not just a faraway dream. This is a reality right here in the heart of Sharjah when, whenever we're driving by Airport Road because the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park has been working for quite some time on the Skypods. They're basically hanging taxis, if you may call them so. They are for both cargo and normal human beings and they'll be able to transport us at magnificent speeds but in dubai in the emirate of dubai we're also looking at a new aerial system that will help residents fly across the city 
and even fly across Emirates in fancy air taxis. It sounds very cool, and a lot of you may be wondering, you know, is this going to be 10 years down the line? No, this is going to be sooner than we think. The system is called Cabline, and it is set to change the face of public transportation. Whenever I think of public transportation, the first thing that comes to mind is buses and taxis. This will be the next big thing, and it's being planned to be automated by hopefully 2030. It will be tested a lot sooner than that, but they're trying to make 25% of public transport be automated by that year, and this will be an initiative and the big goal that they're hitting. Now, the SkyPods will be hitting the UAE skies in September of 2023. Now, the UAE's first high-speed electric SkyPod will be including a four-seater car that is zipped through a 400-meter test track. And we've seen that at the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park. It was transporting people in less than a minute. Soon enough, it will also be implemented in Dubai, in different Emirates, making this become a reality. The biggest plus of this technology is the fact that it's driverless. It's fully automatic. It's completely does not rely on human beings to drive it. There are self-propelled cabins that are moving across the ropes and their speed is, as I've mentioned, 45 kilometers per one hour. They have a very minimalist infrastructure, which is very important whenever we're talking about implementing a technology and making sure that it's everywhere, making sure that it's across different Emirates. Because if the infrastructure is complicated, then it's not going to be implemented anytime soon. This innovative technology is very quiet and it's very energy sufficient. So it's not going to be making a lot of noise pollution and it's also going to be very environmental friendly. The cable line system is also being developed uh, in partnership with the French State Agency for Sustainable Development under the name ADEME. So uh, they've signed actually a memorandum. The Road and Transport Authority right here in the UAE has signed a memorandum with them so that they can both start developing it. And I'm very excited to a world where people are not going to be driving their own cars because I'm sure this is going to be cutting down on car accidents magnificently since a lot of the times car accidents are caused mostly because of human error when you remove human error it does not mean that technology doesn't make mistakes but these mistakes will be a lot less than what humans could do the uae has been working very hard in the past few years to finalize the design to make sure that they are looking at all aspects whether it was ethics whether it was uh, functioning the technology to make sure that it's ready and set to go. It's also going to be a very flexible technology because these ropeways will be basically stretched across all the Emirates. So you're looking at a full system, not just a couple of roads, not just one Emirate. So soon enough, you may be able to go from, let's say, Sharjah to Dubai at a much faster speed from Abu Dhabi, let's say, to Sharjah without necessarily having to spend an hour and a half on the road. I'm also excited to see this system connecting different countries, especially GCC countries, because they're close, but not that close for us to be able to live in a place and work in another place. If it becomes a reality, you could potentially be working in Saudi Arabia, but living right here in Sharjah. Who knows? Let me know if you're excited for a technology like this and if you could get a trip in a driverless car. Driverless flying car, that's what we're talking about over here. Where would you go? And are you excited for flying taxis? Coming up on the show, we still have lots in store for all of you as we discuss LG's new wireless earbuds. 
It's a very interesting gadget, but I'm very concerned about their new whispering mode. How is it going to impact our privacy? Keep Pulse 95 locked to find out more about it. You're- Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. How many times would you be wearing a pair of headphones and you're, ha- you're getting a call? You want to answer that call, but you don't want everyone around you to find out what it is that you're saying. It's a private call. You want to keep it that way. Well, now we're going to be talking about a new gadget that will make this become a reality. It is coming right out of LG. They have launched a new wireless earbuds that have a privacy-conscious whispering mode. I think this is going to be a great feature for all those people who... A, love their privacy, but also businessmen or businesswomen who get a lot of calls. They don't want to be letting everyone know what it what deals they're up to. Now, this feature, as I've mentioned, is called the whispering mode. And it functions in a very simple yeah, a way that I'm wondering why no other smartphone industry has thought of before. The whispering mode basically functions in a way where you can just take out your right earbud place it next to your mouth during your calls and it becomes a dedicated microphone like a full-on microphone so you'll get a much more amplified audio in your left earbud and that allows you to use your right earbud as a microphone only it is a very neat privacy conscious features for all those moments where you don't want to have to speak loudly enough for the person on the phone to be able to hear you but you still want that little bit of sense of privacy. Now, there are three new earbuds in that lineup, not just one, you can pick whatever works for you best. They're called the FP5, the FP8, and the FP9, and they share a lot of the similar specs. However, all of them uh, tend to be noise canceling. They have three microphones per earbud, and they have water resistance features. So if there's any light splash, they'll be able to handle it. These earbuds uh, tend to be different in size when it comes to comparing them to previous models that LG has released in the past. They also have improved drivers and diaphragms, which LG does claim that it will offer us a better audio quality, more bass without impacting any clarity. They also have spatial processing and a 3D sound stage, which provides an audio experience that will give you that sound effect from all sides. It won't feel like the audio is just coming from one uh, place. There is also individual features that are exclusive to, let's say the FP4 versus the FP8 or the FP9. The most interesting of these is basically found in the FP9 earbuds where they can also double up as a wireless transmitter. So this will allow the earbuds to be used with non-Bluetooth devices. You can use a USB-C or even an AUX cable connected to let's say a game console, an in-flight entertainment system. Now people are traveling more often. So this will help you use these earbuds without necessarily having to carry around that Bluetooth adapter. For those of you who don't know, let's say you're in an airplane, you want to use your wireless earbuds, you'll have to connect something into that plane plug to be able to use the wireless earbuds to watch whatever movie it is that you're interested in. Now the FB8 and the FB9 earbuds are also featuring a very COVID-19 friendly um, benefit which is the LG bacteria killing UV tech. LG assumes that this is going to help you kill 99.9% of the bacteria but even if it's not that high, even if it's the numbers are actually a lot less, 
it's still better than nothing. So what you do to make sure that you're killing the bacteria is place the earbuds back into their mesh bag and within five minutes, the earbuds will basically self-clean themselves and you'll reduce the chance of any inner ear infections. And in the case of COVID-19, it'll also help kill all those bacteria and viral particles. Now, these two earbuds also have uh, improved battery life, which is very convenient for people who are always on the go. One charge can last you for up to 10 hours or even 24 hours if you have the charging case on hand. So every time you'll put the buds back into their case, they'll be charging immediately. Let me know what are your thoughts and have you ever struggled with not being able to keep your privacy whenever you're catching a call on AirPods. You're, you have your AirPods and you're talking, but everyone can hear what your conversation is about. How do you maintain that sense of privacy and what do you use? Coming up on the show, we still have lots in store for all of you. And if you have 3 million dirhams to spare, you may just want to keep it for your future flying car because we're all excited about flying cars becoming a reality yet. Yeah. We don't know how expensive they could be. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. There's no doubt that flying cars are on the way. And in some countries, we've actually been seeing them being tested. One flying car was actually tested in an entire city. It flew all over the city and parked down right here on planet Earth, back on the land. But a lot of people may be wondering, how much would you need? How much money would it cost to own a flying car? I've got some sad news over here. You may just have to start saving up from now if you want to own one in the future because... Studies say that you may just need 3 million dirhams to just park that car. Just to park the flying car, you'd need 3 million dirhams because you'll also have to be able to build a parking space that is similar to that of a helipad. Not you, you're going to have to pay for someone to build a helipad for you to be able to park that car. But the studies are actually coming from a UK-based Pentagon Motor Group that were basically analyzing all the costs that would involve owning a flying car. And the findings were quite sad. <laughs> it's an eye-watering bank account crunching 2.72 million dirhams, which is, just to put things into perspective, it is the equivalent of about six Tesla Model X cars. Yeah, I know. My bank account is crying as well. Broken down, the cost of the flying car would basically eat up over 90% of your 2.5 million dirhams that you'd have to invest in one. Let alone driving that car because you can't just drive it with a driving license. You'll have to own a flying license. And right here in the UAE, that would cost you about 136,000 dirhams. Let's also calculate the insurance of that flying car because annually you'd have to pay about 65,000 dirhams to be able to insure your own car. And it's, it's, it's clearly a very costly investment, especially when we talk about these machines being available for everyone. I personally think that as times advance and as we start seeing flying cars become more and more available, more car manufacturers investing in one, the price point will drop because this is, if we look back into history, this is just how things were like. First, we had trains and trains were expensive. And then when buses came around, 
that dropped in price. Taxis were expensive. And then when they became uh, more available, they dropped in price as well. But all in all, thinking about owning a flying car, it's probably going to cost you as much as it would cost you to buy a house, (laughs) which is crazy to think about because a lot of us think of the technology like it's amazing, fantastic. Innovators are creating them. Inventors are coming out with different styles from them. But when you think about it, the structure is very similar to that of a helicopter. You'd need a helipad to be able to drive it down. And thinking about fuel, it's going to cost you a lot to fill that, that car up because researchers are thinking it's going to cost around 50,000 dirhams just to be able to cover fuel consumption of that car on a yearly basis. It is, some people are saying it's cheaper than maybe investing in a car for like years down the line, but still, you're talking about an arm and a leg. Now, future of personal transport is completely different than future of, you know, consumer or let's say a city's transport, because with cities, let's say, as I was talking about uh, at the beginning of the show, flying taxis, those would have to be cheaper because you want them to be available for at least the majority of people so that they can make the the most money out of it. So flying cars is a different concept than a flying taxi because those are not owned by a specific person. They're owned by everyone. So the country would have to invest in one. Yeah, when we're talking about saving time, that would definitely be the way to go because with a flying car, you're talking about cutting down on distance. You may never have to even spend money on air travel. Airplanes would be a thing of the past because now you can use your own car. So there are... There are perks to each of them, but I'm excited to see what do you think of it. Uh, would you buy an, a flying car? Would you invest in one? Personally, I don't think I can, and I don't think I would. Uh, Three million dirhams just to park the car sounds like a huge amount of money, let alone thinking about all the costs that come with owning a flying car. As I mentioned, fuel consumption, insuring the car. Um, what else did we mention? Uh, insurance, flying license. That's 136,000 dirhams. It's a lot of money that we're looking to putting into that one car. Our text lines are open for 215 Do it to or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Join the conversation with me. But coming up on the show, we're talking about recycling knowledge. And it's all about recycling books that is done through a very simple app. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? How many times do we buy books only to stack them on the shelf? Maybe they're read once or twice, but are they actually ever reread? That's probably going to be a big no for a lot of people. But one teenager, one young mind and inventor decided to change that reality. He thought, why not recycle knowledge? Why not do some book recycling right here in the UAE and make sure that these books are well used? We've seen a lot of apps in the past making the most out of these books. We've seen an app that we talked about on the show called Bookends that was able to help people basically reuse books. They were giving previously loved books, previously owned books to other people while still maintaining all the safety precautions, sanitizing them, making sure they're clean before giving them away. But with e-learning becoming the new format of education right here in the UAE, this young mind decided why not create a new app that would a translate books 
but B also create basically like a database of all the used books, the contact details of the homes of these books, and then people who are out there looking for these books. Coordinate everything together, and you will never have a book that is not well loved. The app is called Reuse Kitab, and Kitab in Arabic actually means book. So the app basically means reusing books, reuse kitab. And it's a very easy way to basically own any pre-loved book, make sure that the books you have on the shelves are being read constantly. They're not just placed there like empty space. And it's all being done in a very effective and efficient way. So students across the UAE can actually download the application, look up the books based on content. Let's say you're looking for books that discuss dreams or that discuss psychology. You can easily look up that subject and you'll find a list of books that suit you best. You can find who the donor is, the donor of that book, and connect with that donor very easily. The, the app is actually very recent. Uh, it hasn't been launched for quite some time yet. It's only been three months, but it has already uh, has about 490 books on it there are a lot of listings and different packages you can get individual books you can get get a package of books a lot of schools have been using the app itself and the search filters can help you filter out the study material if you're looking for a book about psychology but not just any psychology maybe cognitive behavior therapy maybe psychotherapy you can go as deep in details as you want the boy behind this app is known as Arash Nagpal, and he got the inspiration for this app because he had a lot of books on his shelf that were just wasted. And he started using WhatsApp groups to trade his books. But it got a bit messy as he did it over and over because WhatsApp groups, you may forget who asked for what and what do I do with this? So he just put them all in one database, connected it with WhatsApp and launched the app. He also has been thinking about even upgrading the app to include fiction books, especially during summer break. A lot of students like to travel the world and use their imagination to be able to get to know about different characters. So why not include um, fiction books? And that's what he is planning to add to that application very soon. But the main the main drive behind the story is this teenager found a problem and he was able to create a solution for it and his passion for coding drove him to be able to create it very easily and it just goes to show that it doesn't take much to be an innovator to be a coder he basically learned all the coding information that is necessary to create this app online he did not study computer engineering he does not have a degree in computer science he was able to use the knowledge that he has on the world wide web create the application to solve an issue. Let me know what you think of this application and how many books do you have lying on the shelf that are not loved enough? Let's just be honest over here. Personally, I think I have about 10 of these books, sadly. Not right here in the UAE, in my home country, but they're just sitting on the shelf, not being read. Maybe my siblings read them every now and then, but they could definitely use a new home. And I will be checking out this app myself. It's called Reuse Kitab. Reuse is spelled like we spelled reuse, but Kitab is spelled K-I-T-A-B. You can find it on the App Store or even on the Android Play Store and download it very easily. Check it out. I think it would be a great summer plan to get to know different books, maybe borrow from people that 
you know, you've always wanted to read a book, but maybe it was too expensive for you to go ahead and read it. Future Talk is coming to an end, but I hope you enjoyed this hour with me as much as I did. You can catch me again tomorrow, same time, same place from 2 to 3 p.m. We'll be here bringing you the latest tech news right here in the UAE and all around the world. I want to wish you a blessed afternoon. Hope you're hanging in there. The weekend, we still have some time to go for the weekend, but the week is going fast. So I want to wish you a blessed day. I'll see you soon tomorrow. Keep all 95 locked because our shows will keep you entertained throughout the day. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.